0: If you start looking at the trees and you, at at the maps of the United States, mathematically that works out to a whole lot of Bigfoot.
1: The same timeline of FBI knowing about it, they went out and coordinated all this disinformation or everything to squash it. Kind of like the Iron Curtain that was brought down Mm -hmm. when dude came out with the uh, the laptop. I mean, everything just went, Mm -hmm. just straight down.
2: Right. Yeah, only the people at the top were really aware of
0: the whole thing. You know, sometimes Hollywood will try to, you know, tell us things through cinema. Um,
3: The main character's daughter, Murph,
0: she gets in trouble at school for, like, bringing his old textbook to school where it's talking about the moon landing. Yeah. And this movie takes place in 2067, and the teacher's like, yeah, but it was fake, though.
1: Getting to the bottom of that just got a whole lot weirder. I looked at you and said, repeat that. Check out what's coming up on today's episode. Unless you're dumb. Unless
0: you're, that's crazy. right? Me. And then you go to modern day times and, and like yeah. they found Gilgamesh's grave back in 2003, um, right before the invasion of Iraq. And through the wiki links and all that stuff, there's multiple, hundreds of emails from every department within the White House. I mean, there's some from um, George W. Bush, I think it was, to president. Uh, I can't remember the French president at the time. It's not Macron but saying we have a revolution size, a revelation size event on our hand the end times is among us yeah like that's george w bush to another president saying why the importance of <clears throat> us going and invading iraq that's why it's that important that's that's the weapon of mass destruction that they never found that, never that found. we believe i believe they were truly after it, the giants
2: it, mm-hmm. and, and so they extended the swat team not to- not
0: just necessarily giants specifically gilgamesh's bones, Mm -hmm. his grave, and his regeneration chamber. Wait, 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 what? Exactly. Regeneration chamber? It's listed in the emails that they found. Regeneration chamber. Regeneration chamber, which, you know, you want to go back to current times and, and as in the days of Noah. Um, What are they doing with those bones in that regeneration chamber? Are they trying to bring back a hybrid? Are they trying to take his DNA? Are they trying to bring Gilgamesh himself
1: back? Dice Man Enterprises exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now here's your host for Let's Get to the Bottom of That, Three Weirdos on a Mic. what's up welcome back into another episode of let's get to the bottom of that. I'm your host Byron Dice. And we got a treat for you today. Welcome into the studio. The other two weirdos on the mic. It is Jason and Joey. Yo. And like I said, every week, the water is fine. Come on in, dip your toe into the little end if you're really not sure if you should be in this pond, but dip your toes in, and come on and wait on in. The water's probably room temperature. It's just fine. Oh, by the way, we're live streaming today.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: So I just wanted to mention that. If, If you are listening this on Friday, which is our normal release schedule, and you hear that we are live streaming, you're like, dang, I missed that. Make sure you follow us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, sub- uh, go follow us on uh, Instagram, uh, Rumble. Follow us on X. Mm. Any one of those platforms. When we do go live, you'll get notifications. Right. And uh, appreciate Don Malik Don is Malik. joining us. He's joining us on uh, the Instagramers. Uh, what's up, brother? Glad you could join us today. We have a special treat. This is episode seventy-two. It is the Nephilim. Part two, we have uh, released a Nephilim. It was about a year ago. Um, Jason, don't like when I say years because we haven't been yeah, doing this for years. It's only been one okay, year. Okay, let's go months. We released months ago. And uh, it uh, so far has been, although 2023 was our biggest episode. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems to like talking about Nephilim. Over 3,000 uh, um, views and yeah, just, and it, on just Spotify. Yeah, so... We thought it was time because I have had several requests of, hey, when are y'all going to do another one? And yeah. when can you get that guy back on the mic? And that guy, guy is named Jacob Russell.
0: Yeah. Oh. What's up, guys? Honored, honored, honored. You guys are the best, man. I love you all show. What's
1: up? Welcome back to the program.
0: Thank you. Thank Appreciate
1: you, guys. Appreciate you. Uh, I felt it was only right to get you back for a part two um, because – In our limited time that we have, uh, we did probably just over an hour, and that's just not enough.
0: Yeah, Yeah, There's so much more packed in. My poor wife, I could talk about this a lot more. So whatever we don't discuss, I'll end up talking with her when I get home. (laughs) So she might send me right back over. Uh, Don't be surprised. Just come on back. Bring it. But you had a lot to talk about. No, man. We could go for hours. This is, yeah. I mean, it's an endless topic because it it, – begins at the fall. And so anything, all strategy, all um, control, everything starts and ends there, right? So, I mean, it's at this point, you're looking, you know, thousands of years later, it's bled into every aspect of society. Uh, mm. So truly, it, it creates an endless conversation as far as like, you know, how deep does this truly go?
2: How deep you does know, it yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll go. You, yeah. you guys did a does...
0: great job with the secret societies and talked about that. And I mean, that bleeds directly back yeah. into it. You could go to our education system cosmology, like, you know, pick a place, our diets, like, you know, there, there's been an impact across, yeah. across the globe and across a very broad spectrum, um, that all comes back to the fall. It, that's it, right. In essence, it's a battle of good <clears throat> versus evil. Right. And I mean, mm-hmm. not to, that's sim- what it's been from the beginning. Yeah. You know, it's not to simplify it to that point, but, but when it truly is that clear black and white, you know, you have two options. There's, there's God's way. And then there's everyone else. Isn't that what Cat Williams said the other day? I think so. Ooh, oh, him. yeah, he
1: did. Yeah. <laughs> he I,
3: said, There's I, only I mean,
0: two. It's God's
2: truth. I've and been you. meaning to go back and watch that full interview because I've just seen clips. Yeah. I had to tell Byron who Cat Williams was. He's like, I don't know who that is. Do not no, wasn't that wasn't don't that Don't watch his stand-up with uh, your kids around Just you. watch
1: him on the couch. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, Rachel Perry's joined us on Instagram. Hi, uh Appreciate hey, yeah. you, Rachel. We uh we we got through a couple episodes, and uh, we were able to pronunciate some... Some very big words. So we're getting there, man. Barely. I think Rachel's uh, helping us out a lot. We great. also struggled a lot too. What we about. need yeah, is
2: a like a Rachel soundbite that we just say, <laughs> just Rachel, just press it, and it's just her name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, let's talk. Since we, let's just get the foundation
1: uh, for what we're going to springboard off of. Genesis six. That is our uh, text in the Bible. Genesis six four to be uh, specific. There were giants in those days. And also after that, so you got those days and what? After that, after those days. Can I give you my theory on that? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Like since we're we're at the bottom, right? Go ahead. So if you go into the book, uh, stay in the book of Genesis and start reading about Noah, it specifically says uh, he found favor with God because his bloodline was pure. Yeah. He was pure, which to me tells me, you know, in my research and my, my spirit and they hadn't he hadn't within his bloodline had an interaction with anyone with tainted blood, whether that be directly with an FLM or just the descendants, you know, the whole goal and strategy was to taint the bloodline because they knew Christ would be coming from this bloodline. Like Mm. there was something important about the blood, blood gives life, you know, that uh, says over and over in Genesis to not not eat anything with its blood still in it. It's yeah. life. That's life. And the yeah. lineage
2: is important. The,
3: yeah.
0: The emphasis 100%. on lineage is the, so yeah. important. The seed yeah. war. So then let's go post-flood. Um, when his children, you know, I, I believe it's Shem who disgraces him, and finds Noah drunk, goes and sleeps with his mom and all that, and then Noah curses him. Yeah. The thought, and my thought <clears throat> and everything I've studied and looked at, you know, not that it came through Shem, because that's Noah's bloodline, but what you can account for are the wives on the boat. Yeah. And the purity within their bloodlines. And then so once Shem gets his curse, I believe it's down through his wife's bloodline that reintroduces the Nephilim back into the world at that point. And if, if you break down like the actual chromosomal study and the and the probabilities and all that kind of stuff, it makes sense, right? Like if she's carrying the gene, he's not. Not everyone who comes out is going to be right. Nephilim, but Absolutely. you have the, the genetic probability you're to, to, yeah, to carry, down somewhere are carrying the line that gene, gonna, whether, yeah. Yeah, whether it manifests or not, you're still carrying that gene. And then if you go into anthropology, they've, over the last couple of years, discovered, you know, all these different hominoid figures and they've all interacted and mated with each other. But there's one mystery one that they can't account for. They can find its genetics within the code, but they can't trace it back to anything. And that's that's <laughs> modern anthropology that's not like christian <clears throat> believer not not some sort of like crazy theory like it's proof mm-hmm. that, that there is this mystery genome out there that they're not sure where it started from mm. nor can they trace it back to any of the known figures hominoid figures of the day so wow. it's interesting you know and i funny because let's go even further down i was reading this morning uh, not specific for this, just kind of doing a Bible study, yeah. and, and I like to dig into the Old Testament and then parallel to the New and, and do that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but Esau stuck out to me, which, yeah. of course, he's the father of the Canaanites, right? I mean, that's that's his lineage mm-hmm. is the Canaanites and everyone right. who came from that. But if you look at the physical description of him, yeah, he was red-haired. Ruddy. Red-haired and extremely hairy to the point that when when Jacob's deceiving, his mom puts fur over him. Like, I've known some hairy people in my day, but none of but them fur? have been animalistic. Yeah. Scripture specifically yeah. says, I think it's a camel, Yeah, fur over him. So if he needs to fill that hairy and furry, I was like, is that Sasquatch? Like, is this our first, <laughs> this is first yeah, documentation is of Bigfoot? Yeah. Like, That's true, man. If that's you're really having true. to deceive to that point, um, you know, and then it goes down that he already has married into... Um, the Hittite, which is another fallen one. And Jacob, or Isaac specifically says, you know, don't. Like, Jacob cannot have a wife unless it's from this bloodline. Mm. And he sends him out to, to marry specifically Laban's daughter, right. Rachel, um, yeah. which is his his <clears throat> mom's brother's kid. Shout out to Rachel. Shout right. Out. Appreciate Shout you, out Rachel. Rachel. Good looking out. Good looking yeah. out. Um, and then Esau, in an effort to try to get back in his dad's good graces, and this is the craziest part to me, I'd never connected it, goes to Ishmael. And he weds one of Ishmael's daughters, which, if you go down the lineage, if you go down the lineage of Ishmael, I mean that's, it's crazy to me the parallels. But then you're branching into the entire religion of Islam, Islam. yeah, Yeah. because their foundational belief, they're the the whole reason they are opposed to till the death to Christianity is because they believe Isaac stole Ishmael's blessing. Right. Right. That's the foundation of, of their belief is that it all separates and deviates there. Right. So
1: we talked about in our in our Israel episode. Right. Yeah, it's
0: so yeah. weird to me to see see how it all ties back in and like as much as you try to disprove or find any fault in scripture or find somewhere where it doesn't add up like the more you dig you're like huh the you're like son of a gun right, like yeah. got me again. So it's crazy to me that you see this line and I'm not saying that Islam and Nephilim are the same thing. I don't mean that by any means. I just mean there's a, there becomes a clear delineation between like God's chosen, the elect and then those opposed. Yeah. And then when you go back and search through that scripture, you realize why it's like to the death. Like this, this is like the foundational stuff where they feel wronged or feel like, which goes to New Testament, like their works, what they're doing, should mm-hmm. inherit the, the the blessing, the blessing, yeah. not just a. A bloodline, which we talked about, the blood pre-show, how important blood is to it and or the lineage or the heritage of it, which anyone who's read the Old Testament knows how much God cares about showing the lineage of his lines, like to the point where like I'm gonna skip these four pages yeah. of names. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But if you're willing to go in and look at those names and one of the and what those names stand for, dude, it will blow yeah. your mind these as you start important. looking like and, and names matter. I mean, that's scriptural too, yeah. that you know, we prayed over I'm mad my parents named me Jacob. I'm like, y'all call me a liar? Like, this is wow. what we're doing? Like, y'all could have named me Israel or something else, but y'all, there's an old yeah. guy at church when I grew up. He He's like, oh, you heel grabber. And I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's funny. That was funny the first time. Where's Esau? Time, right? Like, but, you know, with our daughter, we specifically prayed over her name and, and came to Selah, which means to rest, pause, and worship. We prayed and waited for eight years for God's fulfillment of a promise that we would have a healthy kid after miscarriages. That's awesome. And, and so we named her very specific. For us, we had to to yeah. rest and pause and trust Him, and then that's all awesome, She yeah. is is a sign of our worship and, and grateful to Him. She's a modern day, how I view it, like a modern day altar. Like we met God here. How could I not commemorate this moment? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. that's so, kind of
2: that's kind of how we decided to name the boys as well. Just um, the, we wanted m- meaning to their names, It, and matters, more, man. So, it more so, more so, more so their middle names too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Taylor put emphasis on the middle names, um, like Ezra is one of the middle names, um, uh, Asher is another middle name. Uh, these so there's meaning to them and in their life story, uh, yeah. Nehemiah? and that will push. It's, push pro- it's prophetic. Is I mean, it truly Nehemiah? is. You didn't ne- Nehemiah, no. okay? And that's not
0: to say if you that's didn't sad. pray over your kids' names or do anything like that that you've done anything wrong. Sure. Obviously, my parents called me a liar at birth and. Uh, I turned out all right, I guess. I don't know. I had my struggles, but you know, yeah. I'm not mad at him for naming me Jacob. I was named after Jacob Marley, for not in even the Bible anyway. So my dad was watching a Christmas Carol with my brother and was like, "What about Jacob? <laughs> like you lied. You told me Jacob I was named after Marley? a Bible character. They, Bob? Met a they met Is that Bob Marley. They met Gnarly Jacob
1: Marley's brother. Uh, it could be.
0: It might be. He's in heaven. We'll see Bob Marley up there. Mm, the ganja. You think so? Yeah, he was born again Christian when he passed. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh? Yeah, I yep. thought he was he was a Rastafarian. Nope. Yeah, no, look so it up. He'll call himself. Yeah, he's a Christian. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, Cooper, up. dude. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Stephen Tyler. Yeah, no, time. no. Bob Marley was he he got away from dabbling in the Rastafarianism and, and gave his life to Christ. He's like, nah, dude. Mayor Selassie ain't Jesus, bro. <laughs> he ain't Jesus. <laughs> I don't practice Santeria. Yeah. I Ain't got no Christian? No, that's a whole nother conversation. That's crazy, dude. I did not
3: know that.
1: Well, well now you know. Well, to finish the now scripture,
0: <clears throat> also we didn't make it through the scripture. Also
1: after that, when the sons of God came unto the daughters of men. That means what you think it does. Yeah. They bear say. children to them, and the same became mighty men which were of old men of renown. Now there's a lot of different translations. Uh I believe this is the old King Jimmy right here, because Jimbo. Who speak Who speaks renown? Who who uses that terminology anymore? Somebody who feels But special. these were mighty men, mighty warriors, basically. Yeah. Um. My question, if if we're going to talk about the Nephilim being gigantic offspring, um, and when it says the sons of God, if we can elaborate, um, because that is interpreted as fallen angels. Now, why would the Bible Equate angels that have fallen from grace to being sons of God.
0: Because they were created by God. Adam okay. Adam was the only human creation to be a son of God because he was made direct by God. And if you go down and break through the Hebrew in the Old Testament, you'll see time and time again, it's it's a very lazy and sloppy translation, in my opinion, to go to like the Sethite view and be like, well, no, he's obviously talking about Seth and their other child and da-da-da. Because that doesn't fit up with any other any other of of the Hebrew in the Old Testament, time and time again, it refers to the sons of God. It's directly referring to either angels, Elohim, little g gods, mm. yeah, but never Adonai. You know, our Yahweh, right? Which mm. crazy enough, it, it, even his name itself makes you breathe to say it, and it's the breath of life. It's it's the only one they have to inhale, exhale Yahweh, um, which is pretty cool. But no, yeah, I mean that's that's a great question. But you know, if you do the study, if you do the work, and you look into it. Um, he's pretty clear as to who he's talking about with the sons of God, you know, and and to go back into like Esau and that story and stuff, like, then they start referring to, you know, we're being fearful of the sons of Heth. You go in and that's the son of Canaan, which would be that fallen bloodline. So it's a direct lineage to whoever created you. And so, like I said, outside of Adam, there was no son of God within... Old Testament or creation. Gotcha. That's the only person he made. And that's pretty clear through, through text. If you read the traditional Hebrew and, and study it out and look into it, which is pretty cool and fascinating, you know, to, to me, I love that aspect of it. I think it's pretty neat.
1: So let's talk about the uh, elephant in the room. <clears throat> um, how would an angel have sex with a human woman?
2: How would they do it? Explain. Well,
1: <laughs> I have, I don't Oh, go. go, theory, go. Time. go <laughs> theory time. Go theory time. I love it theory time my theory is they actually had to inhabit or possess a human being and that seed avatar was that seed their blood for some reason because the demon or the fallen angel was inside of a a human that was possessed when they had sex with a woman that demon seed was actually integrated with the human seed which caused
2: them to Interesting, but that's, a, that's my theory. Okay, I like that one. But I, you know, y'all got some other ones. Shapeshifter, oh <laughs> yeah. Oh okay, what? Yep. Yeah, my theory is shapeshifter. Yeah. Oh what? Well, tell me about that. That they can shapeshift into. Into anything.
1: okay. So they, sh- so what? What do you think their actual appearance looked like?
0: Well, supposedly there's there's angels today.
2: Yeah, I've and, heard of that. that you see out, I,
0: Yeah, that you see out on the street.
2: My granny. Oh yes, God bless her. She was an angel. She was a saint, dude. But legitimately, <laughs> so that's good.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I I think they can do some of the shape shifting abilities, but I also think there were different classes of angels who fell because okay. God's a god of order, yeah, and we know yeah, Lucifer's and that is position,
1: actually mentioned in the Book of Enoch. What yeah. do you mean classes? The different classes?
0: Different different ranks, and each rank, like cherubim, seraphim, whatever, each mm-hmm. had different aesthetics, different makeups on famous. how they one hundred percent. So if two hundred fell and they are of different classes and and creations, um, then I don't know, you know, maybe one of them could progenate with humanity. Um, Mm. But I also know it's pretty open as far as um, their knowledge of genetic manipulation and their ability to create. They can't create from nothing. They're not God. They They can't provide. They they have to counterfeit and pervert what God's already there, which again, you go back (coughs) to to the fall, that's why scripture specifically states God could, he saw it and it broke his heart, what was happening to humanity, but he couldn't get involved until the cries came out to him. And that's right. also why he couldn't punish or do anything to the to watchers who came down and created the Nephilim because they did it within God's covenant construct that he created for humanity, that it would be a man and a woman. There'd be dowry given, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like they did everything they were supposed to do, almost trying to be like, ha ah, gotcha got you, God, we did it within your framework and still were able to, to pollute it. Um, obviously the, the trap door being the fact that once they call on his name, he can get back involved again. Right. And start trying to clean that up. Right. But you know, somewhere between the shape shifting, the genetic manipulation, um, you know, we're never there. So we won't really know till the end time, but
1: yeah. So, Hey, so we got shape shifting, I'm saying human possession, but we also have biblical record and Joey, you talked about this sometimes when people would show up, um, when they mention angels and they fear not, they would usually give their name. Yeah. I'm Michael. I'm uh, Gabriel. I'm whoever. Yeah. If they didn't give their name <laughs> and they just said, fear not, or uh, sometimes they would, how did you put it? They would worship. No, you're it, talking about well, something totally different. Dude. No, 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 you're no, about, I'm talking about when people saw somebody that thought we think as angels is actually was Jesus.
0: Yeah. You're talking about Jesus in the old Testament. Yes, When he shows up and he's like, worship the ground you stand on, this is holy ground. I love it when like he shows mo- up. Yeah, dude. The angel awesome. of the Lord. Yeah, right. the angel, of the- angel of lo- Yahweh, angel of the Lord. Anytime it's, that shows up, it was Jesus. Mm-hmm. So he was the only one that would allow people to worship him. Every other one was like, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. And here's mm-hmm. my name.
1: Yeah. And I actually have identification, but he never identified himself other than what people Because he had to keep thought. it a secret yeah, to but keep what the Yeah, what people bloodline. thought this was like angel of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so ah, when so when that, so when that happened, so we have actual physical uh angels that are in another dimension, cross dimensions, show up here. And I don't, you know.
0: Well, even so back to let's say Sodom and Gomorrah, the two angels that showed up then, yeah, they were like man. Enough to the point that, that they wanted to be true. taken out and raping in yeah. the town
1: circus. That's what Shapeship I was gonna did. get to. So mm. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. So, they actually, when they cross dimensions, can they, they actually can shape shift into looking like humans?
3: Right.
0: Yep.
1: And maybe they have all the intricate details of what a human anatomy can do, hence the sexual part of woman. Hold on,
2: hold on. <clears throat> In Genesis, it, the, is it symbolic when Genesis recounts um, Satan as a serpent? Was he shape shifting? Was it symbolic? Was it literal? who knows scholars have but he is yeah. an angel fallen angel could he have shapeshifted into just, to an animal some, especially cuz scripture says that he was
0: beautiful that he was a beautiful angel he was the most magnificent the most glorious in heaven he had that seat perfectly yeah, under he god was, but not god yes But they said he was he was like he was a specimen he was He was, he a was a gorgeous angel. and that mm-hmm. that would snakes ain't pretty like that
2: and that would um bring us to the conclusion that also maybe I'm just putting this out there. Lizards could also be Nephilim as well. Lizard people. And is what I'm saying.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. They got the, they the like, they Yes.
2: So the when, when we have these theories about lizard people and, and, and so forth, I mean, they can all be traced to maybe Nephilim. I don't know. I think so. Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah,
0: because it's a demonic entity. I mean, and it doesn't,
2: yeah, so what you're saying
1: doesn't necessarily have to be some no. giant named Goliath. No. Somehow the blood is mixed and messed up this specimen that God created, and it's turned out to be this.
0: Well, like like in the, the like game God of War, oh, there's a there's a race of giants. Here we go. Let's and go. he says the word giant doesn't necessarily mean someone who's big. Mm-mm. It just Ooh. means a bloodline, dude. Yep. That's all it is. Yeah, so giant didn't Kratos? come from that terminology Sina. until Isana. the, uh, till the uh, Septuagint. That, that The Greek translation was the first one to turn Nephilim to the word giant. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, it carried, as, as Joey was saying, a different meaning as far as like the bloodline and genetics. And again, God's so big on genetics, yeah, right, or like lineage. Um, so it played into a specific class, not not a stature. Okay, or, I'm going with um, build. I'm going.
1: With, I'm going with that now. Shapeshift? I don't think there was human possession now.
3: Now that we've now, that yeah, it was fleshed a dumb idea. dumb idea, dude. Well, but can they possess
0: it's a spiritual entity and spiritual entities can inhabit an, right. open, an open avatar. I mean, that's what they do to this day with all the cults and all the, the right. maybe the lower levels and
1: lower level demons have to do that to do anything. But we're talking about high level mm. fallen a- angel, angels bro. that are actually having sex with women. They're not just, they're not low level to go and have a body and, and have sex. No, they're they're like, you know, I'm shape
0: shifting. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Lizard. It's game lizard. And some, uh, oh, I think well. it was, so uh, the
2: babies and eggs. Oh, yes. what? Aren't all babies, eggs at um, one time? At one point, so they didn't come out. Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: whoa. Oh. Is that the pain in childbirth? Let's birth? just
1: think for a second. There's an egg. There's the sperm. There's the sperm donor. Then there's the egg.
0: Delicious. So, some the translations placenta, they come out in a sec. Like, ch- children are born within a sec. Yes, so that's I wonder true. if there's any difference in, like, now I'm just sorry, squirreling guys. We're, we're outing. Like, if the placenta is different within those cases to be able to inhabit and hold and sustain mm-hmm. a hybrid creature. Wow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I'm thinking out loud now. Sorry. Oh, I'm just like, man, man, that blows my mind though. So some transition, uh, translations, of it's actually Dr. Michael Heiser, the guy you quote all the time. <laughs> so I was reading R. I. P. Uh, the book, of you know, I got the Logos app. Um, it's the best. And yeah. the serpent um, can be translated as a snake. Okay. Uh, or sometimes you could even translate it as like the word magician or like magic user or something Ooh. like that. Shapeshifter. Or a shapeshifter. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, obviously, we're stretching there, but um, uh, it's something to think I don't about. know.
2: Are we though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
0: That's what I'm saying. It kind of fits in
2: because yeah, it so. could have
0: been a
1: human being that, you know. Are you talking about the first temptation? I'm
0: talking about Satan. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, but I mean, the precedent set. You look at uh, most Native American cultures today, and they still believe and have the shapeshifters within. Their belief yeah. system, and that they believe to be active, present, and and working still to this day. I mean, what is it? A uh, Skinwalker Ranch? There, yeah, there have been I known need to, to watch be that shapeshifter. Known to be a number of shapeshifters who have been in that area. They believe that's a portal. You know, there, there's certain portals and spiritual gates throughout the world. Um, that being a location and a place of one of them, which is what's going see on. So what are they
1: finding on that show? Just uh, cause I, have, I haven't
2: delved into that show. What are they finding? A lot there? of paranormal activity, a, a lot
0: of weird stuff that science can't explain. And yeah. that just doesn't make sense.
2: Compasses not working. Yeah. Yes. L- too-
0: loss of polarity. Um, mm-hmm. supernatural lights with no, no starting point. They're just appearing and showing up. Um,
2: electronics not working,
0: uh, which fits in with this with, Miami thing. Right, why no typical. one can get a good picture because you right. get too close, your electronics quit working because yeah. it's a supernatural oh. being. Um, but they've got a lot. They have more instances of paranormal activity, including entities, at that Skinwalker Ranch than almost anywhere else in North A lot North of shapes. Is shape, that
1: a, you think that's on a ley line?
0: On that shape? ranch wouldn't surprise me. Makes wouldn't sense. surprise me.
1: What's weird is who named it Skinwalker.
0: Yeah, that I don't know.
1: Was it before the weirdness or
0: after? Maybe Luke's Because Skinwalker
1: Ranch already sounds weird, like yeah. something's weird going on.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so the craziest part is before this current owner even bought it, it was it was owned by a government <laughs> entity that went and did a lot of paranormal research. And um, at the end of all of their studies and everything, before they sold it, they refused to disclose their findings. Oh. Which is why this other owner came in and was like, dude, you got everybody worked out We want to know what's going on here now. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah, no. The government has actively had teams and people present doing research and activity um, <clears throat> at Skinwalker Ranch, and just like everything else, with our wonderful government, refuses to disclose what that information and those findings were. Gotta love it. But you can't discount its location and proximity towards like Area Fifty One and everything else out there, right? Like, right. It's just kind of a hotspot. Like that whole mm-hmm. that whole place out there is. Is insane mm. to me. Mm.
1: Rachel Perry said we should do an
2: actual episode on uh, Skinwalker.
0: It'd we, be a I, full I episode. There's enough show. there. Yeah, it'd be mean, fun. But, but lot know, pa- a lot of a lot of
2: pagan um a lot of pagan tribes, a lot of pagan cultures, they have um this mythological shapeshifter creature in their kind of their lore. Their pantheon. Yeah. So it's it's not far fetched. Yeah, it's not far fetched oh. to make that assumption that these angels mm. can shapeshift. So if you go I like and,
0: that theory. Well if you go like you know they, they always say, <clears throat> not they always, but it's there's sin and there's iniquity, right? The iniquity is the weight of your sin, what's owed to you for sinning against God. The sin is the action of itself. So even with like the the cults and a lot of those secret societies, the reason it's like ritualistic abuse and stuff like that is because they're building up that iniquity to then use it as a power source. And that's kind of how it works with the blood. So you've got the blood and the natural for the life, and you've got the iniquity and the supernatural is basically like their superpower to contact the other world and have those conversations and then have some sort of back and forth and opportunity to that is because they've got enough currency that speaks, the kind of cash that speaks in their world to be able to be there and have that location and that proximity to the entity. And there's been a a number of locations in the United States that they've found. Uh, I believe the Rockefeller's house being one of them. Oh, that makes sense. That was bought. Wow. Specifically because it was over an old sacrificial altar. Are you serious? 100%. Yeah.
3: yeah Cause you're, I, you're I, looking
0: I, thousands of years ago, right? Like I'm everything's sure right. 10, 15 layers <clears throat> of feet under now. Cause we've had civilizations, you know what I mean? Yeah, it just sure. buries yeah. itself. And so you've got to, you've got to one, you've got to know either it's been revealed to you by an entity, something, or it's been passed down through your family. Um, but the creepy part is they do know where those are, and they've gone through a lot of those secret families and bought out almost all of those locations that specifically sit over an old sacrificial altar or site. Wow. Because the the, the iniquity that's been done there <clears throat> yeah. is still heavy. Yeah. It's still heavy. So in my mind, as we're talking about this, I feel like potentially if you were to look into Skinwalker, I mean, there'd be some some likelihood and some opportunity that that way back in the day, there's been some stuff that's taken yeah. place there that's allowed the opportunity mm, for this portal gotcha. or this access point that to be there. And that's spiritual weight that you're talking 100%, about. 100%, yeah. Which, praise God, you know, Scripture <laughs> says not only does He want to cancel our sin, but he, wa- he wants to bear the weight of our iniquity. Right. Which, you know, just to bring it back to the Bible, that's that's the glory of God and, and part of the majesty and awe and the fact that He is the big G God, is that he he can not only erase your sin and forgive it, but he can cancel what's what's due to you, and your your family and your yeah. genetics and your bloodline, like that iniquity carries. You know, I think he says in Second Kings that kids will never, or children will no longer carry the weight of their father's sins, mm-hmm. in the natural, but the supernatural, and dealing with the iniquity side of it. You know what I mean? You're 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 building up. Right, it's that Dis- generational curses. God, one hundred percent. Yeah, when, all it takes is one to pray for forgiveness and to turn and right, and God's like, it's wiped. But if you don't know any better, and it's yeah. just been going on for thousands of years, and you are like, I just got to get out of here, and you go live your life somewhere else and save it, but you've done nothing with those. Those are the generational iniquity. curses.
2: Yeah, and we were just talking about this last episode. I was talking about it with Joey, um, about just how. We we understand the crucifixion and the cross and what Jesus did his the salvation through Jesus and His blood to a certain extent, but we don't know th- the true depth of what it's done in so many facets, oh, like yeah. like that one the iniquity, like um like breaking the curse of the laws, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That there's so many things that we <laughs> making the world right, making making the earth c- become you know, mm-hmm. to a place where it's whole again. There's so many things like the rocks, the, the animals cry out. Right. Yeah. Um, there's so much stuff that even,
0: that even with the veil tearing and the holy of holies that opened bro, up, we just opened talked up about the that. earthly with the supernatural. God's yeah. like this is no longer separate. Right. Like the, we just if I can about dwell it. in you, then there's some things that could dwell yeah. in you too, because I'm allowing this supernatural yeah. access at this point. Yep, yeah, it's open now. It used You're to be to like through through sacrifice to Molech and like blood and all that that you had access to these entities and stuff. But you know, when when that the veil's torn. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 becomes open, mm. and yeah. if if demonic mm. side has shown anything through the course of time and history, it's you know they'll they'll try to capitalize to counterfeit what God's trying to do. Mm. Yeah, right. Everything. Because it's an option to us. It's not. It's a yeah. promise and an option on his, or a promise on His end, but it's an option to us to receive and walk in that. So if He opens it for creation, then it can be yeah. it can be misconstrued for going back
2: going back to the shape shifting, and that I guess that would make. For me that makes more sense because like you said, when when we ever see whenever we see something that's quote unquote an alien or demonic, it we can't visually see it and it's it, it shout looks, out blurry creatures. Yeah, shout out blurry <laughs> creatures. Yeah, shout out. <clears throat> it's Sorry, always, last week. It's always changing it's always changing shape, whether it be in the natural or the physical. Maybe we can't understand it through the lens of the natural eye, but when we do go back and look at the recordings of, let's just say, in the, what happened in Miami mm-hmm. this past week, it looks like a blurry creature. Yeah, you know, not human. Not human. Remember back in March, or I, th- I think it was March or April, when that kid, that Hispanic family, in the in the backyard, in, in yeah. the Vegas. backyard, and what? And everyone's like, "Oh, why are these aliens being videotaped in just you know 420p?" Yeah, <laughs> why? We can't got we? 4K. Yeah, yeah. why what? can't we see it? Yeah, my flip phone. Well, that goes back to you're what you're saying. To. The, like in skin it's Walker Ranch, where these entities are messing with the electronics. There's anomalies that yes. follow, yeah,
0: and protect them, right? Yeah. Because they have access to the supernatural that we don't, so yeah. they can operate. Oh, that in would a make way
1: sense why can. the cameras were failing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on the on the on the, the first I heard of that, I was like, Ah, see, that's convenient. The cameras are failing. Blah blah blah. Something's. It's going always up. they're it's a always cover failing. Up. But now you're saying that it's like. That's why it's failing. But doesn't
0: it make sense though for for why the dark side would want it to be like that? Because if you were were to be able to show someone a clear cut picture of a demon,
2: they don't want you to know the truth, bro.
0: It's black and white at that point. Like you can't tell me this is a demon. Oh, I'm following the Lord. You know what I mean? But like, if you see a blurry one, it's easily to be easy yes, to be like, discounted while also, while also desensitizing society to what they're Deception is
2: deception. It's it's taking the truth and just twisting it just enough. Just so a little you, bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We got one way to win through Christ. He's got ninety nine against us because any wrong step, anything yeah. that breaks our proximity and relationship with Christ and intimacy, is a win for the devil right like not everyone has to fall and backslide mm-hmm. and some of the worst people in scripture says that they're sheeps or wolves in sheep's clothing not wolves in shepherd's clothing right they're not they're not always portraying they're part, they're themselves part as of a us. pastor they're a part of the church they're part of us yeah, yeah they're with us and they're tearing us down internally from on the, the inside out yeah. right like and so i think this deception to what jason was saying falls directly <laughs> into that it's if you have out out and out flat out deception where it's like a a, a bold faced lie you're going to get called on it but if you can skew the truth to affect somebody's belief system, yeah, yeah, especially when you've already set the construct of education and thinking and what's acceptable and allowable on the other end, like cosmology or anything else, if you don't believe this and this, you're obviously a liar and everybody's going to sure. know it. That doesn't I mean it's not true. That just means you don't fit in with the construct that they've created for us to, to have right. acceptable beliefs inside right.
2: of us. And also saying like, you know, the Nephilim shape-shifting, going back to that, and then being amongst us today and being hidden in plain sight that would go back to the deception like just just enough out in plain sight for you to believe that they don't exist and for them to actually operate today i I believe
0: it was dr laura sanger um who's been on blurry creatures a couple times who wrote her on yeah she's phenomenal man she talks a lot about frequencies and the impact of that and and which of you guys have never i think you guys did right you talked about frequency jason make that happen Dude, y'all should do an episode on frequencies. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. Yeah, but I believe it's her, and I apologize if I'm, I'm attributing this to someone else, but she wrote a book on the characteristics of the Nephilim, and as they're hiding themselves, how you can still tell through certain features, attributes, personality traits that these people have come from a fallen world, and she goes back through history and lists a few, and a lot of obvious ones, you know, like Hitler and stuff like that, but she said it's a it's a solid overprint and overlay to be able to place over leaders and stuff today to see you know what traits am i following not just a person but what mm. traits what beliefs <clears throat> what attributes like are these are these all from god or is it a misconstrued truth or a misconstrued blessing on what it should be and so it's fascinating, um, and I don't want to misspeak on any of that, so I'm not going to throw out any random ones, but if you guys get a chance, I would look into You mean that. like
1: actual people that have these traits? Mm-hmm.
0: She breaks down the characteristics, what? how and why she got there through Scripture. Everything goes yeah. back to, to the Lord. And then she overlays those on some people back through society to, <laughs> to, to see, like, you know, if we were to apply these these, these yeah. Nephilim Put traits and top. characteristics Would, over yes. this person—do they still fit the bill? Do they still think they are they still who you think they are? Right. Some are pretty Joe obvious. Biden. Some are massively <laughs> obvious, right? And then some of them, you're <laughs> like, just throwing a name out. Do I, I, I just hate the guy, or is he demonic? You know what I mean? Like, right.
1: I've always struggled with that because
0: there's some people, well, you know, I just flat out don't lie, I don't care for. Right, like I love them, and I try to view them how Christ does, and He has to work hard in my heart sometimes for some people. But then there's other people where my spirit just gets unsettled Mm. Mm. when, like, I'm around or I see them. Like, there's just I don't have a sense of peace. It's not just a feeling or emotion. Like, dude, you're you're a tool. Go away. But it's like, man, there's something about you. Like, I'm just. <clears throat> I'm not comfortable around you. I don't feel at peace. I feel very unsettled when you're speaking or when you're around or wow. and that's not to say it's never to be used as an excuse to mistreat anybody because even if that was no, in, I the nephilim it. right in front of you, you still, you know, God says to respect and honor authority <laughs> till the day they tell you it go against my calling. So pay your taxes. Don't kill you know what I mean? Like do yeah. everything you're supposed to do and give them not a reason to come back and say, Christians, don't do this. Right. So it's not an excuse to treat anyone different, but for you, your family, your spirit, and the way you can lead your family, it's very important as to what they're consuming and what you allow into your house, because whatever spiritual tone you set is, is going to carry through the family. You know, I mean, that's, we all know as men, like it's hard to come home in a bad mood and try to get, allow yourself to work through that bad mood around your family. Cause then they all get in a bad mood too. Cause it's like, well, dad's down. So then we all kind of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it jumps it's, on it's, everyone. Yeah, it's whatever tone you set for the family. The men, the men are the thermostats and the family's the thermometer. Like if you're setting yours low <laughs> or high, they're gonna follow you there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of it's falling in line with that same thought process of man, if my spirit is that unsettled and not comfortable with this, I don't want that for my family. <clears throat> not like you can go out and assassinate anyone, but like you can <laughs> you can pull you can pull yourself any kind of investment you may have in your attention, time, money, whatever, away from that. Yeah. And so that's something within the last couple of years I've really tried to do. And, you know, without freaking my family out and be like, no, turn that off. Like, hey, can you pause that and let's have a conversation real quick. Yeah. What are they doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, give me some background. Why are you watching this? What do you like about it? Do you understand what they're telling you? Because my daughter's six and she's pretty smart for six. So she can, she can answer a lot of that. But I can tell when she can't, she's like, I don't know. Like, you're not in trouble, baby. We're just trying to, I want you to understand because we're establishing a belief system in you that's going to carry you far in life. And if I don't take the time to explain to you why we believe what we do and then provide a, a counter perspective as far as how they're going to deceive you or try to get you to believe another it's way, be shaky. Yeah, I'm not doing my job as a father. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. that's it, scripture says to raise them, to know them and, and they shall not depart. That doesn't mean they won't have a rough life, rough patches. You know, I grew up in church and still went to jail for cocaine and marijuana. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I, I've been there. Um, praise God. My, I had praying parents who helped through that, but I came back. Yeah. And that's something, in, in, again, in me, that's just, I praise God for it. Like, I don't know when, why, how, but I came back. Yeah. And so I've got to believe for any parents who are out there with kids struggling or anything like that, like, there's nothing, if they're struggling, there's very little you can do within your own power and might to get them back. So we have but a, you can pray uh, over them.
2: We have somebody on um, the live chat that wants to know what is a Nephilim. So would you describe? Yeah. Okay. Give so give a, a description. <clears throat> Depiction of what a Nephilim. Thanks for that, is. Jason.
0: So you go all the way back when the the Watchers fell. Those are the fallen angels. They're Watchers. Nephilim and Watchers. The Nephilim are not the fallen angels. Correct. Right. The Watchers are the fallen angels. The Watchers are who came down and mated with humanity. Humanity and those demigods are then the Nephilim, the creations of offspring between Watchers and humans. Create Nephilim. Mm. So if you go into Scripture, and it's crazy because you look at Greek mythology, those watchers are all locked up in Tartarus and hell, the deepest of the deepest pits. That's what it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're locked up and done. The Nephilim now are the disembodied spirits roaming the earth who can then inhabit and use people as avatars and are still worshipped and revered in some instances. Yeah. Um, and like I said, you can refer to Greek mythology just like when the gods, who would be the Nephilim, overtook the Titans and locked them up in Tartarus. They're <laughs> taking credit for what God did and writing that wrong. That mythology. And then placing yeah. themselves at the head.
3: Mm, God, gotcha. Right?
0: Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they're making themselves gods. But again, just like oh, it, just like Gilgamesh sense. and the flood, they're providing an alternative perspective to a narrative that we already know. Like, you know, that Gilgamesh makes God the bad guy, and I'm going to go kill God so he doesn't flood and kill all of us in creation again. Whereas God's like, I had to, because right. look what y'all were doing. <clears throat> Yeah, And if you go into the book of Enoch, like it, it even says that even they, even the watchers themselves were disgusted at themselves because they thought they were God and control and create a humanity that would prosperous and be good for them and worship them. But all they created was chaos. And God was like, you know, part of your, your, your punishment is that is I can't like you guys created these beings. I can't interfere, but I'm going to protect my people. <clears throat> But you guys have to watch your kids, your offspring all kill each other now because they started warring and battling. It's not like all these Nephilim got along with each other and they were buddies and ran the earth. Yeah, let's like, yeah, We're let's... talking about worst case scenario like 200 different or whatever many number of, of civilizations and kingdoms that all wanted to be the most powerful. Like it wasn't, hey, here's your land, here's mine, da da da. They started overtaking each other and bringing destruction, death, immorality across the globe. Right, And that's why you see some of these ties, whether you're in Mexico or or Cambodia or Egypt. Yeah, it's all pyramids. Like they knew what they were built. It's all from the same thing, but then it was twisted and contorted to to worship that specific entity. So I think that's that's why they all look similar, but that's also why they're different, because it wasn't all one big fallen um, government or whatever, like one big fallen um, society that was ruling... In cahoots with each other.
1: Yeah, they—they it wasn't organized.
0: At all. It was every man for himself. Blood is the money. Blood (laughs) is the power. Iniquity is the power. And so the watchers are like, God help. Like, we don't know what we did. He's like, you're kind of like on your own. That's your punishment. Like, that's, I can't get involved in this. Yeah, he's like, after they all take care of it and and the flood and like, it's done. I'm gonna lock you guys up till I come back. And then I'm gonna permanently lock you up with all of your fallen offspring (laughs) and everyone else that you deceived to believe in you. Right. <clears throat> and it hey,
1: was the tower of babel was that
0: pre-flood post-flood
1: post okay so we had nimrod
0: which who many scholars talk about today that. believe that nimrod and gilgamesh are the same person right they have the reason, intertwined those names the reason he's not called gilgamesh in the bible is to not provide a name or context or any potential to worship him nimrod literally means one against god so
1: i guess whatever oh, hebrew word was in the, the torah title whatever Hebrew like word Satan is in the Torah. they give yeah. him a title
0: they don't name him cuz you have power in a name like we talked mm-hmm. about right so they're not going to give you the the satisfaction of the name but they're going to give you a title so right. so you can be referred to what was his
1: description he was the uh the greatest warrior a mighty
0: warrior on earth who made himself uh, the greatest one ever mm-hmm. and it says that he made himself like the nephilim like which so he was an t-
1: offspring of, of one of the watchers you think
0: Either that or genetic manipulation. I think he, he was tried like to sacrifice and store enough bone. iniquity and, and and sell pieces of himself to have that spiritual inheritance of the Nephilim. Yeah, gotcha. The last podcast he, he comes through. Sorry, Shim's bloodline. I mean, it all fits within. Oh yeah, that. the Shim.
2: Yeah, you're so right. which Shem.
0: again. If if you you know, it's all theory, but if you believe that bloodline, that tainted bloodline, and the ability for the Nephilim to repopulate the earth came through him, the curse on Noah's side, and then his wife. Yeah. You, They're the ones who bore almost all of the offspring that had giants. There's references, but nothing strong on, um, Japheth's side, but then Ham, you know, of course the bloodline Jesus came through and it's crystal clear, clean. You can't trace a single race of fallen offspring to that one specific bloodline.
2: So you just referenced the pyramids in like say, uh, Mexico and, and Egypt, we are going to do a, um, uh, an episode on the pyramids in the future, but I remember on the last podcast with when we did the uh, Nephilim, you talked about technology and um, that some believe that the the reason why we have the pyramids and they're so accurate and precise and pristine in their mathematical um, c- c- uh, structures, perfect, perfect, and on not Earth a, on Earth, and also uh, with, aligned with the stars and whatnot. And just, just the whole engineering in itself is, in, we can't, we can't explain it today. And it can't be done today. And it can't be done today. So you had said last episode that that information, that technology, that knowledge was given to the people from the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense because of... From the watchers From themselves. the watchers, from the watchers. Yeah, it
0: was part of the, part of the exchange for brides. We'll mm-hmm. give you knowledge on how to build weapons how to do whatever to advance civilization. Obviously none of it was, Hey, we're (laughs) going to, we're going to give you knowledge to become decrepit counterfeits of what you're supposed to be. They sold it. Like they were, they sold it. We are going to make you, it's just like, just like the tree all over again. The devil's deception was that God's holding something back from you that would make you better. Yeah, that's what you've bid on. Like, wait, God doesn't want me to know this, but you're telling me if I know this, I'll be godlike. Like, how, why would he not give that to me? That would and be that's, better. That's crazy, too, because this goes along with, um, so I've talked to you guys a couple times about, like, the modern science discoveries and stuff. Like, yeah. um, Alan Turing, the way that he invented the computer, um, the people, the person who came up with the, like, simulation theory. None of those people accredit those findings to themselves. They say they've always say that they were given that information by some spiritual entity
1: mm.
3: every
0: mm. single time. Really? Yep. And what is it? Is it the green tablets of Thoth? I think, or whatever, supposedly. And in, in within the, the narrative and the belief structure on Nimrod's side, Gilgamesh's side, he found tablets of old that were created and established, which, Oh, gosh. I want to say it's uh, the same location they're, they're studying right now. What's that old monolithic one they think is the oldest in the world? Uh, Gobekli Tepe, I think.
2: Never heard of it. Look wow. it up. Look
0: it up. So supposedly, and that's why no one's allowed to take pictures of certain areas, and it's blocked. All the knowledge and the information of the watchers were stored there for post-flood so they could come back to it. And so Nibrod found that, all yeah. that, and then reestablished and brought back the ways of old. <laughs> so that's how it was able to bring that knowledge back post to still be working towards it. But obviously you're, you're dealing with knowledge and not the actual entities and beings. Mm. So they may know of the pyramids and know their importance and all of that, but that doesn't mean they could go out and duplicate and then rebuild these pyramids because they don't have the same power, but you can still operate within the knowledge and continue to distort and tear up the bloodline and do all of that. Even if you don't have the same physical capabilities as those entities once had. Um. And so sense. if you look in a lot of those other religions, there comes a point post-flood where the knowledge was reintroduced. Mm. Um, and typically it's found somewhere on like a physical location or a tablet that's been hidden or stowed away or something. I don't fall into the. I think it's an old rabbinic belief that like Og hung to the side of the boat the whole time and survived the <laughs> flood that way. Yeah, I saw that I'm one. like, that, that, I saw, that one I kinda, seems weird. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure God would like like something out of the water would just eliminate that or maybe just brush up by a mountain i don't know yeah uh, or maybe noah mm. would know maybe og knocked every day i'm sorry can i come in no But like, mm-hmm. and if he could hang to the side why couldn't he climb to the top and get in if he's a giant who's big and strong but anyway yeah right so I, I truly i truly yeah. think it's a bloodline thing yeah. I, I truly do
1: yeah it was already introduced and then yeah. like you said we the, have dormant
0: uh, genes right like like when my dad passed away last year, cancer's never been in my family. We never really never really had to deal with it. Then my dad was diagnosed and it ended up passing. And unbeknownst to us at the time, he did a genetic test to see, you know, where it came from, whatever, and hopes to tell us to prepare the family. And I would have been better not knowing if I'm honest. But it turns out our family carries this rare mutated gene mm-hmm. that opens the door to pancreatic cancer, colon cancer, and a few other ones. But it's it's like a specific kind of cancer <clears> within those Mm. Cancers like yeah. a, a different one, and you have to have this certain gene to where you can get it or you're more likely for it. And like I said, cancer had never been a thing in our family at all. And then we found out this, and I'm like, Man, we've had this dormant gene in our family. I, you know, I, all the way back to great grandparents and all that, I never dealt with cancer at all in my life. And then <coughs> pop, like mm. it just sudden, pops off. Yeah, so why could it not be the same thing if they had dormant genes right. through the bloodlines? Maybe it was quiet for a civilization well, uh, or two, and then boom, they I mean, start popping off again. It had right? to be
1: like Goliath and his brothers. Yeah, I mean, come brothers, on, where do you think brothers? it came from?
0: There were actually two Goliaths in the Bible too. If you look, it's it's there's another instance where it talks about another one, and it's not. I him.
1: think, um, but, but I, just to say on that, just, I'm, yeah, well,
0: I was just gonna say that's why in the Old Testament, anytime God sent like Joshua and Caleb or Moses or anyone. Like people are like, oh, God's bloodthirsty. He's no better than anyone else. He tells you to kill men, women, and children, and animals. Like that's yeah. that's why wipe them out. That's there. There's not a single pure, clean bloodline within this civilization, this group. The only thing you can do is to wipe them all out: men, women, child, and livestock. Malachi. Do not take a single spoil of the war, and that's why he gets so daggum mad at King Saul. Yeah. Saw allowed some to stay. He's like, "Yeah, but look how good these these sheep are." Yeah, the,
1: yeah I took the good stuff. Yeah, for you, Aren't you God.
0: For me? you, Aren't you I mean, proud of me? We were gonna, we were gonna sacrifice it to you, God. Yeah. And he's like, "Dude, this is so much bigger than you." Yeah, like you have no <laughs> you idea have not, what you man. just did. You know what I mean? Like, so if you go into the <clears throat> Old Testament and you see those instances, that's why our God is a loving God. He's doing it to protect His creation and humanity in a way that we'll never understand because people like to have their own knowledge. You know, we struggle with it at times too, even as believers. Like, yeah. you can wait for God's promise, or wait for it to be revealed, or you can go try to pursue it all along the way. And almost every time when you pursue it ahead of His timing, the blessing is never what it was supposed to be. Yeah. You get a percentage of what it was supposed to be for yourself. Mm.
1: You think like, okay, so to pivot, and uh, we're about to open the phone lines, by the way. Uh, to, to pivot, I like we just started. Come I know on. to to pivot on what you just said. About uh, people making you feel uncomfortable and there's something just not there um, is it possible that because if you think about the whole Nephilim giant thing, it's almost like that model didn't work because it it stood out it was it was different. That model didn't work. Do you think over time it was, it was too obvious? Yeah, yes. everything think over, was bigger back then, like even you the think animals. Over right? time, like, somebody, maybe a Nephilim offspring, was like, you know what? We need to we need to taper
2: down this. We, we need to know, blend in a if little bit. We want to survive, we have to lay low and blend in. Because if and you think about people. it, mm-hmm. if you think
1: about it, was the lineage of the Christ pure? Absolutely. Yep. All okay, the way through. so
0: that's why, and that's again you that back was to the protected. lineage in the Bible. That's why he shows that all the way back. That's
1: what that was protected. So, what's the end game now that we made it past that?
0: To disrupt the bloodline to the point that there are no redeemable people on the earth. Mm. That's their whole goal. That's their whole goal. Oh, wow. That is to disrupt and distort the bloodline to where. There's not a single soul on the body that either doesn't bear the weight of sin and iniquity, or is born outright without a pure I, bloodline. I,
2: I disagree with you. I think I think the end goal is this, and I'll take it to Revelation. Okay. I think the end game okay. is for what they did in the past during Greek mythology times, where they wanted to be set up as gods and worshipped. That is coming full circle, and that is why the Antichrist during the Revelation. He's going. What does he want to do? Be. He wants oh, to worship. Oh, yeah,
0: It's all the power. It's all the power we, play. Be
2: he wants peace it's these these fallen <laughs> angels these fallen entities these these demonic figures that want to be worshiped as god
3: and th- yeah
0: i agree no i 100% agree it's all a power play but if you know and the, if, and if, if maze, you know you're losing don't people. you w- yeah if you know you're losing don't you want to take as many people with you as yeah, you can yeah kamikaze maybe. if god is yeah. protected if God has protected this this seed for five thousand years and you know how much he cares and loves it, I'm gonna kill all of them. Whether yeah, whether you're in power or not, you ain't gonna let somebody else win. You don't yeah. wanna see like that's like the, yeah. the definition of evil. Like you'll do whatever you can or whatever it takes to not allow them to be happy. Mm. And mm-hmm. so they're bla they're directly going against God by saying, You know <laughs> what? Like we fought over this creation forever i just going to kill them all before you can save them all. Right. But it all comes, you're 100% right, Jason. It all comes back to power. It, it, Satan still wants to be at the top of the throne, and he will fight to do anything to get there.
1: Okay, uh, we just opened the phone lines. Uh, you can call if you've seen a Nephilim or you've dug up a Nephilim or um, just want to know more about you that. You more? Don't call tell us. the Smithsonian. 913-717-9979. Yeah. What's the number again? That's 913-717-9979. What's
2: that number? 913-717-9979.
1: Give us a call. We'll put you on the air and you can discuss what we're talking about right now. Let's pivot to I want so to pivot to uh I want to pivot to uh dig sites that we've Okay, yeah. Let's abs- hit that next. Okay,
2: cool. This is this will this will se- be a perfect seg- segway. So we were uh, going back to the pyramids because I'm fascinated by the pyramids. Okay. Me too, man. Me too. Um, the hieroglyphs that are found, the hieroglyphics that are found in like the Aztec pyramids, the Mayan pyramids, all those things, they, they show, it, they show like an, an alien saucer. Something came from the sky down in these, in both, in those two cultures and also in the in Egyptian hieroglyphs that would make more sense that the Nephilim would be, or the, um, the watchers mm-hmm. would be a part of that cuz they're now worshiping that as a god
0: 100% which is I think why we're being desensitized to aliens and not demons because yeah. we will be more receptive and open to aliens than we would a demon walking around on the face of the earth right yeah
1: um, exactly but, but the because that not falls dumb. into
2: the, the whole god and devil thing and oh, I don't yeah. want I don't want to deal with that and yeah. it's just taking the truth just enough to spin it yeah. and pervert it oh no
1: but I, I can deal with something that comes from a different universe because I live yeah. in this universe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I 100% agree, Jason. And that's the crazy part about it. Like this deception runs that deep, right? Like if, if you're putting a bunch of pictures on the wall as hieroglyphs thousands of years ago and no one really understands them because we didn't speak the language, either it was 100% like strategy and he nailed it and it was perfect where they provided themselves different avenues to go mm. as time and, and humanity developed and grew. You know what I mean? Which I'm not, I am not. I think I lean more to the fact that it's the ultimate deception and this yep. has been the plan all along. Uh, and that's why they're working through human rulers to to establ- reestablish themselves. You know, And when they asked Jesus in the New Testament, what's it going to look like when you return? He said, it will be as in the days of Noah. Yeah. Beware, don't allow yourself to be deceived.
2: Yeah, that's scary, bro.
0: Like And I feel like we're, it, the deception isn't just like you follow Satan. No. The deception it's is very sm- anything other than Jesus Christ as our Savior is deceived and, and you fallen it, for it. Which is and it. why the, I don't have social media. And the, and the Bible even <laughs> says
2: wow. that the, it, the deception will be so great that even the elect mm-hmm. will fall. Will be That's, deceived. Dude, yeah. It's crazy to think about, dude.
0: There, there are people who have made commitments, promises, and had interactions with entities that we'll never know till the Lord comes back. But if you don't think the supernatural is at play in our current government and our world, go read the Book of Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> like if if you if you want to see how the interactions take place, why prayer is so important, why the church is so important, why all of this matters, and you're like, that's the supernatural. That's I'm just going to live my life. You're ignorant. Like we're not called to be quiet and silent and put our heads in the sand. Like in and,
2: and your, in and not a, in a, a derogatory offensive way, just like you don't, un, you don't yeah, know. No, yeah.
0: Ignorant means you don't know. I'm not right. saying you're stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be knowing and not doing. Then you're stupid. Yeah. I'm talking like ignorant. You're Ignorance ignorant is, to the facts. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, and, and uh, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's kind of scary, but people go for it, man. Like yeah. it's, like the whole cosmology lies and all of that stuff with the new age and yoga and all that. And I mean, if you're worshiping a star, you're worshiping an entity. <laughs> like right. that's yeah. not, that's not Jesus. Right. Yeah, you know. So
1: you're worshiping the created, not the creator. Nine one three seven one seven ninety nine seventy nine is the number if you want to be part of the show. Uh, Jacob, talk to us real quick about uh, modern day sites. What are have, what do, yeah? What are you guys talking about? When you talk about we have crazy? uncovered skeletons of giants, yeah. So there's big boys. That's the crazy thick part. thick boys, thickies, thick Two ones.
0: Heav- and it's listed. Most of them either have heavy bones, or the moment the bones were brought up um, and it had oxygen on them, they dissolved and just went away. So there's no, they're not able to maintain or keep any um, record of that. But oh, gotcha. I did pull up just so we had it for this. You know, here's ten Let's within the. Uh, within North America alone, 10 instances, you can look all of these up. What you're going to find in almost every instance is that it was either bought, purchased, taken by the Smithsonian, or it was given back to the tribes through the NAGPRA, which is the Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act, which then forced anyone who found giant bones on Indian Territory to then give it to the tribes. Mm, Um, And then from there, they were allowed to do (laughs) with what they want. Obviously, you don't see any of those on display or do anything. Sadly, part of me thinks you know we we literally broke their cultures and and made them poor. If if the Smithsonian's really that deceiving and in on it, it looks good on the surface to give it back to the tribes, but who's to say they didn't then go behind them and offer sums of money to then take yeah, those bones and still true. because none of them have come back around. You yeah. know, I grew up in Lawton, Forts, Oklahoma. It's Comanche Nation territory.
2: Shout out to Lawton. Whoop Beautiful
0: tribe, beautiful people. Like amazing culture i've been to powwows you know i've served alongside of them i've done emergency management or disaster relief with them and even in those conversations and going to their museum you don't see anything like that there's nothing shown yeah you know and if you look around the great plains area that's where a lot of them were were found mostly east coast and then it drives as you go across the united states it thins out but they're slowly being forced out and killed everywhere they go and that starts all the way back from when joshua and caleb kicked them out you know, you can, there's a trail that archaeologists can find, anthropologists that show moving up through Europe and then directly over into the United States. Um, and a majority of tribes will tell you, you know, that they weren't the first ones here. There, there, were, there were races of giants that they had to fight and take this land. That's why they feel like it's theirs. Like we didn't just walk, yeah. take it and claim it. Like we fought for this. Like we spilled blood for <coughs> this. This is our land. I totally get it. I I agree. But you know, it's the historical aspect of the fact that they had to fight the giants. So they were present and active in here. And if, if you're a a race or a civilization that's dying and you can't stand and fight anymore, wouldn't you try to run to survive? And so that's what they did, started working their way across the United States. And it's crazy because you can see the path, like it's just, and then it just starts to thin out. Right. Um, but like we talked about Lovelock Cave a little bit last time, I think it was 60, 70 giants in there. It took three tribes banding together to war against them to even drive them into the caves. So, even at that point, and, and less powerful but still massive, if it's taken three tribes to band together to fight 60, 70 giants, it tells me they were still pretty powerful, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> that's, that's crazy to right. me. And then you go to modern day times, and, and like yeah. they found Gilgamesh's grave back in 2003, um, right before the invasion of Iraq. And through the wiki links and all that stuff, there's multiple hundreds of emails from every department within the white house. I mean, there's some from um, George W. Bush. I think it was to president. Uh, I can't remember the French president at the time. It's not Macron, mm-hmm. but saying we have a revolution size, a revelation size event on our hand. The end times is among us. Yeah. Like that's George W. Bush <laughs> to another president saying why the importance of <clears throat> us going and invading Iraq. That's why it's that important. That's, that's the weapon of mass destruction that they never found that, never that found. we believe i believe they were truly after the, it, gi- it,
2: the giants
3: mm-hmm. and, and so they, they send in the swat team not, not
0: just necessarily the giants specifically gilgamesh's bones mm-hmm. his grave and his regeneration chamber
2: wait wait wait! what
0: exactly regeneration it's chamber? listed in the emails that he they found
2: regeneration him.
0: chamber regeneration chamber which you know you want to go back to current that. times and and as in the days of noah um, what are they doing with those bones in that regeneration chamber? Are they trying to bring back a hybrid? Are they trying to take his DNA? Are they trying to bring Gilgamesh himself back? Oh that that I don't know and
2: they can't just, answer. But you hurts. just took me somewhere. CERN. <laughs> oh, took it's a to, big part of it. T- took me to CERN. Is
0: actively a part of it. They're trying to You've break down the, about the molecule to the smallest level to be able... They're playing hand-in-hand in, hand in this. Oh, sh- yeah. Dude, You've been,
2: been talking
1: about out, CERN dude. for the last three episodes. Well, oh, that's man, what CERN they do. Dude, CERN is...
2: It's creepy. Uh, so, yeah. Regeneration chamber. Regeneration, Regeneration
0: chamber. chamber. So, we came, you know, the United States went over there, and it was two weeks after they made the announcement of the tomb being found. Our evasion was two weeks after. It was a German archaeologist who found it. Um, United States showed up and kicked every single person off the site, the The gentleman who Is found was to get some freedom up in here? His team... Yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. So they kicked him out, flat out kicked him out and then made it basically a no trespass zone. You get within this part and you're done. You're dead. Then they said, we're going to um, go to your museum of natural history and we're going to set up shop there to protect your culture, your civilization, your antiquities. So because you know what happens during war, everything's just blown up and and taken away. Then you lose that history and that chance to learn from it. So that's what we said we were doing. And we did you know, the the United States military did, but they also went in and found access to lower levels of the museum that were blocked off and not allowed to be visited by people, almost like hidden rooms down there where they kept everything associated with the giants of old and those pre-civilizations and basically the keys to understand what they're stealing at this gravesite, How do we unlock it? What do we do? What do we even know what it is? Well, you need these documents from the Museum of Natural History.
2: Maybe the Ark of Covenant is in the United States now. When I think about it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense now, dude. It's coming around first. So, us.
0: again, we came to we came to protect their their culture and their history and all of that. We stole all of that stuff out of the bottom and then dipped out and no longer. Per- Once we had what we came for, we left the museum wide open and left hundreds of millions of dollars in gold coins, like those will sell anywhere artifacts, antiquity, like after that, you could buy like an old scroll from like 1200 BC for like 25 bucks online. Cause they were just trying to flip it to get rid of it as quick as they could, all the people who stole it, all the looters and robbers. And so oh. all of this stuff started coming out after like the Wiki links and the Freedom of Information Act, uh, which is crazy cause I was reading about it the other day. If you look up the name, they have the name of who filed the original report for the Freedom of Information to get those emails and documents and it's it's either not a real person or it's been an alien u- alias used time 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 again the, either way you look at it even government wise there's no way to trace who this person is why it's they asked where they came from it's a lady i'm trying to remember her name it's a lady's name <clears throat> and like if you google it and look it up like there's it, 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 she doesn't
2: exist when did when did they release taylor swift w- when of the wikileaks when were they released <clears throat>
0: oh gosh that was man when was assange murdered or died he's uh, dead didn't, didn't Assange pass away in the last couple of years? 100 sure so he did. T- recently, so Julian within the last Assange? ten years, within the last ten years, they okay, were all released.
2: And up. when when did Snowden go rogue?
0: Oh, the, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, similarly, around pretty close. So, to the So I mean, time. that alias
2: could be Snowden. Just saying. Maybe he'll pick up where where Assange left off. Maybe.
0: But but you also see then connecting that connection, you see you see the benefit and the value to Russia to keeping him alive and maintaining those secrets and that access. And offering eight, him a place to stay. They
2: are keeping him alive. He's still alive. Is he? Yeah. Is he
0: still in Sweden or where's he consulate at? Where's he locked up at? Oh. Was he extradited back here? I don't think he no, was. No, I don't think yeah. so. We uh, would kill him. Right. Well, I thought I thought he had passed away, honestly. But sorry, man, I'm not trying to kill you, bro. <laughs> but you know, and then you get into Russia and then the ties with, you know, Revelation and and yeah. Gog and Magog returning from the north. And I think even in the wiki links. Um, George W. Bush refers to that a couple times about the return of Gog and Magog and why this is necessary and needed for us to go get this chamber. Um, but, you know, it was, it was... it The U.S. came and did it all with the support and the help of a lot of other nations. So, you know, I'm not just blasting, saying shame on us and da-da-da. I mean, there's there's a worldwide conspiracy that's bigger than us involved in
2: all of this. It's si- almost like a Here secret society. Almost. He's uh, been Stolten confirmed. Bones. He's
1: in, in, I don't know what, HM... HM Prison, Belmarsh in London since April 2019.
0: Okay, so he's in London, which is almost in as bad Marsh. as being here. But, mm. yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I'm glad he's still alive. I uh, I thought he had passed. Shame on me. Dang it! Dude. Glad I'm not a reporter. <laughs> I would have to Fact issue, issue a, co- a correction and all that. But you know, that's you talk about current sites and stuff. And that's, yeah. Get yes, some more dig sites. Not only are they actively finding them, but but there's a lot of people actively looking for them. They found a replica of Osiris's tomb. I don't believe it was the, the real one next to the River Nile in Egypt, who would be you know, their big god down there. So there are people actively looking and finding what they're looking for. Now, whether or not those make it to the news or a headline is a completely different story because we all know who runs and owns all the news and media companies so it's they're only going to let out what they want to let out because it's the same people controlling the narrative everywhere else Um, so so Gilgamesh is the one that made it out and (laughs) then once that news made it out and literally you can't find like anything about it after that like it's like it was announced it's the big deal we're about to learn so much about history it's going to change everything two weeks later it's done so it went from the biggest archaeological finding like in hundreds of years to we, yeah we don't we don't talk about Bruno, no no no
2: no. So <laughs> it was our wedding day. Right.
1: Nine one three seven one seven ninety nine seventy nine. If you want to be part of the show, we got a couple of minutes left. If uh, you want to call in and tell us you uh, are a Nephilim or you've seen one or you dug up one, give us a call. It's nine one three seven one seven ninety nine seventy nine. Any other? Uh, you said you had a top ten list.
0: Yeah, I didn't go through that, did I? All right. So, so, 10 instances of giants found in the United States. And I'm going to go from smallest to largest. All here. right, let's go. Some of these, you know, you guys have probably heard of. Others I looked up to and was like, well, no way. Uh, so, Serpent Mound, Ohio. Obviously, you guys are aware of Serpent Mound and never what heard that is. Mm-hmm. Never, heard, never of heard, heard of it. Never heard of it? No, I've never heard of it. Serpent? Mm-hmm. Serpent Mound is it's an old burial mound in Ohio that's, I think it's, gosh, 50, 60 feet, maybe higher in the air that was built. Um, way back pre-flood and it points the, the head of the snake points directly towards the rising sun and on the solstice, just like every other site like that, it it almost looks like the sun is going into the snake's mouth. Um, but they started to dig there, found a seven foot giant and then Smithsonian and all the other buddies got involved. And so there's been no more digging or anything there. It's now a protected site that they're not allowed to dig and search at. Wow. what so they
1: didn't finish the dig
0: they found one that's, and that's all they need that's yeah it's enough to know we're not doing that anymore
1: close it down so yeah. did we actually dig it up and put the preserve the bones somewhere smithsonian has it oh, okay so yeah. they got it but mm-hmm. it's not on display so you
0: can visit the site you can still go out to serpent mound you can walk up it you can do all that like it's it's a But true, everything like, they found is gone yeah but okay. there's but there's nothing else uh, you know the, the giant and a few other bones and artifacts but there's been no further digging because i don't want to destroy the historical site i understand With LIDAR and everything else right now, you're trying to tell me you're trying to over that and be like, oh, there's chamber here, 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 and here. and like At least no, but no, it's protected. Uh, Crescent Mound, West Virginia, they found a seven-foot-two giant. Um, These mounds in Iowa didn't have a name, but they're they're more burial mounds in Iowa where they found seven-foot-six giants. Um, If you guys are down, let's road trip to Steelville, Missouri. Let's go. uh, There was a little kid who was digging for uh, arrowheads, which used to be my favorite thing to do in Oklahoma, Yeah, and found um, an eight-foot giant, Bones. And almost all of these, again, like I said when I started, it's either gone back to the Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act or Smithsonian has actively involved themselves and made it stop.
1: Which part? The way every time they find them, it's covered up.
2: So if you look pre 1940 We've done all these episodes about the secrecy of. (laughs)
3: I'm just saying, this is where you drew. My mind is blind. No, what I'm
1: saying is, I don't see how. If I'm a little kid, I dug up. My parents are out here. Oh, why do we have to get anyone else involved? Why can't we just dig it up ourselves?
2: So we. So financial. Side note: We. Uh, I was out. Um, exploring when I was a kid with my brother in. um, I miss doing that in Tucson, Arizona, and we found. a Native American bowl, Ooh. and so we went to go take it to the local university just to see if we can get money out of it. But <laughs> apparently, nope, <laughs> they'll just take it from you. They said, uh, they said, they said something about it's not worth much, but you can donate it. And so we donated it, mm-hmm. and they said it wasn't worth much. Okay,
0: they got, you. they got us yeah. when I was yeah. a kid, dude. I'd have kept it. I'd have kept Actually, it to this if I ever find anything else. Like, I'm not that I ever turned anything in, but I mean, I've got a <laughs> few arrowheads left, but. I want to go out and dig and do that again and just see what I can find and, and keep it. Because I'm just fascinated now, and I feel like I know enough to probably confuse myself even more out there. But Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what's but it would be. Hey, I just Thank found you a chamber. So, yeah, whenever you guys want to go down to Steelville, Missouri, with okay. some metal detectors and shovels, for maybe for a live episode, invite me. I'll, can can I'll we? can we you. Is that protected? Mm-mm, no, it's down there. You can go down there. Still. All right. Oh, wow. Well. There's still areas around, right? Like... Mm. Um, let's um let's talk mi- about Miamisburg, Ohio found a giant who was eight foot one and a half inches, uh, San Diego giant back when they were colonizing, um, or not colonizing, but moving out to California. He was eight foot four, uh, the Catalina islands, which we kind of talked about earlier. The largest giant they found out there was nine foot two plus many more seven to eight feet tall, Jeez. um, Beaver Lake in the Ozarks. We can, if we're in Stillville, let's go on down Beaver, um, they found a 10 foot tall giant with a massive skull and hieroglyphics within his burial burial area like on uh-huh. the rocks, not petroglyphs, hieroglyphs, <coughs> which means they're carved in. Petroglyph means it was drawn on, written on. Hieroglyphs are carved into. Oh God! If you guys knew that, that's the difference. I did not, not know that. A, thank one. you. Petroglyph is yeah. a drawn picture. A hieroglyph is is a written language. And I thought they were all the same. Thank nope.
1: you nope. for bringing that to light. Which got to the bottom of that. If you yes. look up,
0: I mean, if you search just petroglyphs in North America and get into the Utah and Grand Canyon area, there is some absolute freaky stuff.
2: A lot of alien references. A lot. A lot. UFO references. A lot yeah. of
0: alien UFO and demonic references mm-hmm. to, to like giants and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, and hybrid creatures again. Yeah. Almost like when they came over here, they tried to reset with a lot of their genetic mutations and mutilations and tried to get themselves back up and going as a force again. <clears> um, but yeah, if you look up a lot of those petroglyphs in North America, it's crazy. Um, Lompoc Rancho. I didn't put what state that's in. My bad. Uh, but that was found in 1819. They found a 12-foot-tall giant there. Ooh. Um, and then the best for last, West Hickory, Pennsylvania. In 1870, they found bones of an 18-foot-tall giant.
1: My goodness, dude. Okay, 18 Can foot. Imagine. Where was Goliath? Is that, was that specific in the Bible?
0: Yeah, they give his height. I think he was around like 10, 11 feet. 18. He's probably you. bony. She's probably thin. Jeez. Monster, um, but of course, you know, ever since that's come out, I mean, obviously it's been a long time, but then everyone in history and anthropology gets involved. That's one of the ones they're trying to discredit as a hoax with gelatin bones and all that. Yet they still bought it for like 500 bucks. <laughs> like, why are you buying jelly from me? Yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. So, I mean, that's just some of them. Right. And I'm sure there's other ones I missed that had larger ones, maybe in different areas. Nothing I saw larger than that 18 footer. Um yeah. but, but all... 100% direct proof that, that they ended up here, you know, oh, definitely, you can yeah. go down to the Solomon <clears throat> islands, like I said, and they, they, they think there are still giants hiding within the caves of the Solomon islands. Cause they've never been explored or looked into because they're not allowed to. So they, they, they said, we don't even know the depths of these caves and how far back they go or their correlation and connection with water. These Hollow cave- earth. Because we've talked about that as far as, you know, it, demonic entities and, and having a safe space within water, which was the chaos. And back in the old Bible days, you know, you avoided the chaos. It was the abyss. It was mm-hmm. it was the water, and there was a water entity that controlled the water and allowed certain access to some and not others, which is why a lot of, you know, Phoenicians directly connect to the Canaanites. They're the ones who supposedly brought and got the giants over here and were a part of that, and they were one of the first known seafaring people in history, were the Phoenicians. That's, they made boats worldwide famous and popular. They have the best state of the art, the fastest could withstand anything. That's what the Phoenicians were known for. And they're directly tied into Canaanite lineage. So, um, it's, it's interesting. You go to Papua New Guinea, um, which is crazy there. They're, it's, it's an island, uh, culture. They're not white, not white, but almost all of their, um, shamans and, and cult leaders, in order to commune with the spirits, paint themselves white white and dye their hair red. Mm -hmm. And they think all of the original, all of the original statues from what they can tell from the ink and and dyes (laughs) that are left, all of the statues of the giants on the island were white with red hair. They can tell that from what's left. Uh, I mean, almost, almost all of them have been weather stripped and beat away, but they can find traces of the colors of what they originally were. Yeah. And their skin was white and their hair was painted red. And to this day, the shamans and anyone on, on Papua New Guinea who's who's wanting to, from my studies, I've never been there. I'll be honest, you know, but everyone to this day, anyone who goes down there or or talks to them or or wants to do, you know, a, something with them, you know, I'm sure they have an ayahuasca type some <coughs> supplement, something down there. Um, they paint themselves white and they dye their hair red to be visible and to commune with the gods, to be relational with them. Which blows my mind. Yeah. Very interesting. Like, Because that's obviously, you know, one of these things does not belong.
1: Mm.
0: The white skin on the island like that. Mm. <laughs> like, so where did that come from? <laughs> right? Like, it's weird, man. That's nuts. Wow.
1: Well, that's going to wrap it up for the Nephilim part two. Let's we do have, a part three. No, I think yeah. we need to
2: bar, do a part three because we, we need to talk about Adrenochrome. Um, we need to talk about the ties into the Illuminati with with this genetic manipulation, genetic with manipulation. CERN, vaccines, CERN, yeah. the um, the splicing of DNA, the... They have
0: the head of Pfizer on on camera stating that they can fix genetic abnorm- abnormalities in people and make them healthier and better overall.
2: Yep. Wow. Wait, that's not what that
0: vaccine was supposed to do. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm not anti-vax. I just... This last one that was rushed out and all that nonsense, man. Yeah. That's a whole nother there, subject. There's so,
2: mo- there's so many places we can go with this. Exactly. This hey, guys, it's make well, it's sure you visit us at our
1: website, www.bottomofthat.com. Check out our blog where you can check out our show notes and resource material from the shows that we do here. You'll also be able to find us on our social media platforms Instagram, Facebook, X, and TikTok. If you are listening on YouTube, Rumble, and Bit Shoot, and you like this episode, do me a favor give me a like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment. And if you're listening on any other podcasting platforms, please follow, turn on notifications, where you never miss when we publish an episode. If you did not like this episode, I thank you for listening this long. And tune in next week when you might hear Jacob say, Hmm?
3: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs>